What's up? It's your pal, Wanchika Saldikis, bringing you The Bar is Low. Every episode, we take a look at a collection of fan fictions or a single fic, and these can be either bad, good, or anywhere in between. But mostly, they're bad. So this episode was originally supposed to be a, a series of harem fics, but I spent so much time on just this one fic, the first one, and its sequel, which isn't even a harem fic, and doing math for it that I, I just had to make it its own episode. There will be a harem episode sometime in the future, but for now, just this and all the semen math that goes with it. We're going to start with the harem of the Phoenix Lemon, and then we'll get to the sequel, The Bride of the Phoenix Lemon. So why this caught my attention? What the fuck is a Phoenix Lemon? Well, I, I'm pretty sure they meant harem of the Phoenix, parentheses, lemon, and parentheses, but this is just a fun preview of this person's writing style. So this author does not know what punctuation is and writes in the same way that people text, really. This is an AU where the Fire Nation won the war. It takes place about three years after the series. So they have this kind of pointless introduction where I was just talking to some generals and as well and explaining what they did during the war and which former nation they govern and also what they're wearing because I don't know. He decides to remarry. I'm not sure why he does this because like why wouldn't Azula just be the next ruler because she doesn't seem like she's insane here. I mean, he trusted her with an entire former nation, so I don't know why this is happening. Uh, so I guess she's also chill with not inheriting the throne while it goes to some unborn sibling. So uh, I don't know what's up with that. But, you know, this person just wanted to write bad porn, so I guess she has to be okay with that for the sake of the plot, if you could call it that, which you can't really. But anyways... For story purposes, I guess, we want to see him boning characters who we all know and love, but it doesn't really make sense. He has only four harem members, and they're all former enemies. I, I mean, I imagine he could bone anyone he wants, and there would be many women who were willing to fling themselves at him anyways, but he just has, like... Four teenage girls, so that's really creepy. You, you gotta go pedo, don't you? Even though you could have had any woman you wanted. Wow. So basically, he, like, brainwashed them, so I guess at least it's not rape, right? So his decision process of choosing which one to marry is fucking all of them, and then I guess whoever's the best in bed gets to be the queen. Every sex scene starts up with harem member name, and then Ozai Lemon, and it's just boom, 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 let's get through these sex scenes. It's like Ikea erotica, it goes so fast, there's not much detail, but hey, we've got four of these to get through, right? Also, something I thought was kind of weird, they throw around cock and cum all the time, those words, but they say womanhood instead of pussy all the time. Like, why are you using euphemisms for only that? You afraid of vaginas, man? You afraid of them? The first harem member is... Katara. Now, this is a pairing right here that I spent way too much time talking about. It's the bane of my existence. And if the if I had an anti-OTP, this would be it. But anyways, her dialogue is pretty great during sex. She's just like, yes, my lord, eat me out. I'm going to come, my lord. Yes, my lord, take me. They probably call him my lord all the time to show their subordinates or whatever, but maybe it's a kinky thing too. He probably gets off to that, I imagine. So, because everything goes so damn fast, we get, like, two sentences of him eating her out before she comes, and 
just so you know, it, it takes a damn long time to get a woman to have an orgasm with her clitoris, my dude. Or maybe he's just that good. I don't know. So then they go right into vaginal fucking, and it's been maybe half a page, and they've already gone through foreplay, cunnilingus, and vaginal sex. Guys, take your time. Enjoy yourselves. I know you've got a lot of hoes to get through, but just chill out. There's no rush. And then uh, the scene, the scene ends with him quote feeling her womb. Ew. <laughs> I did not need that mental image. I've already, just so you guys know, I've suffered through three and a half of their children, and I do not want to suffer through more. And then he pulls out of her body with a popping sound. Okay, I mean, I, I know that sex makes some weird noises, but this seems a little bit odd to me. So I've read way more Katara Ozai than I ever wanted to know existed, but this next pairing, man, something else. We got Toph here. Yeah. Uh, she's really eager, a bit more dominatrix than the others. Uh, so far we've already gone through vaginal sex and cunnilingus, so it would be pretty boring if we just kept doing that for every sex scene, right? Well, badly written porn, you don't really expect to be weird or kinky, but we get titty fucking here. Titty fucking. <laughs> it takes him, like, one sentence to like nut all over her face so that was a waste honestly um and then she says it tastes so good my lord i'll be in the bathroom vomiting if you need me and he says if you become my queen we won't stop until your entire body is covered in my cum now remember these words remember them well for they will become relevant later remember them also god damn this guy has got stamina and like basically no refractory period at all it's kind of weird because this was written by a guy so i'm assuming that he would know how dicks work or you know maybe he's just ignoring it for the sake of smut he seems pretty obsessed with cum so there we go and then we get to the blowjob, so all we've got left is anal sex. Oh wait, this turns into anal sex within the next few sentences, and we've still got two more sex scenes to get through. But uh, these next two, yeah, they're, they're even shorter, because I guess he ran out of ideas. Uh, and then <laughs> she says, thank you, my lord, for coming, cuming, spelled capital C-U-M-I-N-G, inside my ass. And this reminds me of uh, fucking a meme about Fappy, that anti-masturbation dolphin. It reminds me of, thank you, Fappy, for saving my life. I don't know, man. And then we get to the scene with May. This one is the shortest. It has only three paragraphs and one of them is sex i mean that's pretty merciful but at least the other ones like actually try this one is super lazy she he just like takes one sentence to fuck her and then uh we get suki the last one she lays on top of her lord's cock and my favorite line which should be impossible because she's already writing him is this suki impales herself on her lord's cock <laughs> impaled <laughs> impaled she is willing to die for that d it isn't like he's doing the impaling she's impaling herself on his dick on her lord's cock oh my god just beautiful and then he's like is that all you can do woman and it's just like i guess he's just had too much sex because he's now bias i suppose also we learn here that ozai thinks about himself in the third person anyway 
So I have to cover the sequel. It's the one where he chooses his wife. It's also equally disturbing, hilarious, and poorly written. And oh, look, it's my favorite pairing, by which I mean my anti-OTP, if such a thing exists. Uh, now, Katara was chosen via reader poll with seven votes, and all the other ones got one. And here we go. So it starts with her basically suiting up and subtle but important detail she paints her nails black fucking emo uh and then she places her hair into a bum i think he meant bun but okay she also says like oh a stepdaughter is fine your stepdaughter is the same age as you because your husband is a pedophile but i want one of my own she says please i've already suffered through three and a half of your children i do not want any more so there's some actual intentional humor here that I like. Uh, the officiator says, speak now or forever hold your peace. And then the author is just like, no one was stupid enough to say anything. And then <laughs> he's dirty talking her at the altar. Jeez, uh, y'all are horny motherfuckers. I mean, I guess there's like vague emotional intimacy because he's like, hey, you can stop calling me my lord. Just call me by my name. And they're able to kiss without their tongues battling for dominance. <laughs> uh, here's another quote. Later that night at the palace ballroom, Katara had been asked to dance by nearly every male in the ballroom, all trying to use her to get a good standing with her husband, thinking she was a weak little submissive queen. They quickly leer end their place. Only character thing here and it's beautiful Lear End was a misspelled version of learned if you all didn't realize and then we got the sex scene which is like okay forget all of that the author feels the need to point out here that there's no point of view uh, so it explicitly states that he takes his time so it's less rushed than his predecessor he then he heats up his tongue with fire bending to eat her out Okay, uh, then he says, scream your desires, my queen. And then she does. She screams a lot. And in caps lock, <laughs> she wants that dick inside her mouth, her ass, her core. She wants him to take her everywhere. As in, fuck her everywhere. The courtyard, the throne room, the dining room table. He is her master, her lover, her lord, her husband, and ew, the future father of her children. Gross. Then the eating out ends and they basically do what they did the first time and they have some vaginal sex so that they can forsooth make an heir have mercy on me as i've said i've already suffered through like three and a half of their children i don't need any more of this so then he rams it into her real hard and she's screaming but she wants it even harder apparently damn you kinky girl it also takes a half hour for anyone to come which is a really long time considering that every orgasm prior to this seemed like pretty much instantaneous but maybe it takes so long because he has such a huge orgasm and i'm gonna talk about that later it's a really big orgasm. All right, so we get to the, my favorite part here. There's so much, there's just so much going on. So they finish having sex, but he starts jacking off, which then leads to this quote. What are you doing, Ozai? I said I would cover your body in my cum. From the heated ministrations, cum poured out of his cock like a fire hose covering Katara head to toe in his cum after a minute it stopped. Parentheses, lemon over, end parentheses. 
So obviously the middle paragraph is really where it's at, and, and we'll get back to that, but the two shorter paragraphs sandwiching it add a lot to it, in my opinion. So she clearly doesn't know she's about to get blasted by that cock cannon, and it just draws attention to her confusion, and it's infinitely better than just having the same thing happen but without dialogue. Context is great. I also love how the writer feels the need to specify that that the lemon is over, <laughs> and I just love that it ends so abruptly with this insane mental image. And then uh, we talk about the middle paragraph here. First of all, heat administrations. <laughs> uh, and then, like I said, the author is alarmingly obsessed with cum, and I don't know what if he if he knows what covered in cum really looks like. But let's just take a moment to think about. All right, we've taken a moment to think about it. It's nasty, but now let's talk about the fire hose analogy. I did some analysis here, and he clearly, he can cover her body, like, many times over with his amount of cum. So, he says that it's like a fire hose. Like a fire hose. You know what a fire hose is like. Don't even think about volume. We already know that's a lot. Think about the sheer force of this. So firefighters can lose control of fire hoses because it's so powerful. If it gets loose, it can seriously injure you. For example, it can break your leg. It can kill you. I was not able to find a precise speed, but keep in mind it's powerful enough that law enforcement uses it to subdue riots and it knocks people over. So it would be painful, not to mention dangerous, to be hit with the spray coming from a fire hose. Now imagine that coming from some one's dick for a minute i know a minute is often an approximate measurement of time but the author is implying that it's going on for much longer than your average ejaculation so she should be dead not to mention that the diameter of a dick hole is much smaller than that of any fire hose so this has to come out really fast i would love to do calculations if i knew what i was doing when it came to math now let's talk about the volume so, an average ejaculation contains 2 to 5 milliliters of semen. That's like nothing. But in a lifetime, a man produces about 14 gallons of cum. 14. Just think about that. In his whole lifetime, 14 gallons of cum. Now, also consider the average bathtub can hold about 80 to 100 gallons of water. So even after a lifetime, a man can't even come close to filling up a bathtub. Now, the lowest number of gallons per minute that I was able to find for what a fire hose produces was 80 to 95. This is the lowest. This was considered an improper volume and not enough water, according to the article that I read. Now, the highest number for the deluge pump, which is the biggest hose on the fire truck, the number that I found for this was one fucking thousand gallons per minute. One thousand! <laughs> This man spent one minute ejaculating, according to the text, so that makes an easy conversion right there. Now, if we assume that the true number of gallons is somewhere between these two numbers, 85 or so to 1,000, he could have filled about 1 to 10 bathtubs with this single ejaculation. Now, if we're going with Lowe's number... He just produced about six lifetimes of cum from a single ejaculation. And again, going back to the number 14 is the average amount of cum that a man produces in his lifetime. So let's assume that the average lifespan of a Fire Nation man is about 70 years because they haven't got modern technology or anything, but they still have old people there. So that's six lifetimes. And, uh... 
funny coincidence here. 420 years of cum <laughs> erupted from this man's dick in a single minute. <laughs> and that's using the lowest number for fire hose gallons per minute. Now the highest number, 1,000 gallons per minute. That comes out to be a little over 71 lifetimes. Now, when you multiply this number by the assumed average lifespan of Fire Nation male, which is 70 years, it comes out to be 5,000 years on the dot. We are talking about a lot of semen. Let's take a minute to conceptualize this time. So, 420 years ago, we were still in the Renaissance. Shakespeare was doing his thing, and the scientific revolution was in full swing. We were just learning that the Earth was not the center of the universe at the time. Just then! The Industrial Revolution and any semblance of life as we know it was still a couple hundred years off. Now, 5,000 years ago, that was when recorded history started. The recorded history of humanity. It was also about the time that we invented writing as a species. Yeah. So, so think about our calendar switched 2,000 years ago. That isn't even half of what he ejaculated. Isn't even half. My god. This also happens to be, if you want to further contextualize it in history, between 14 and 167 generations of men, assuming that a generation is 30 years long. So with a single ejaculation, he outproduced his whole entire male line going back somewhere between 14 and 167 generations. I'm not even going to try to say how many greats that would be because that would just take a long time but a lot of gum neither am i gonna try to figure out how big his balls would have to be or how fast he would have to produce semen for this to be possible because that would be freakish and I i'm not gonna try to figure out how much sperm would be in there either because that's just a huge number there would be so many zeros after it. So I'm not even going to talk about that. <sighs> Anyways. So the conclusion after this is very short, and I, I think that semen bending is criminally underused, and I'm glad to see it here. Apparently there was a second chapter, but it must have been deleted. Judging by the reviews, they might have fucked on the dining room table. Well, I mean, it was entertaining and also horrifying. If you're looking for some funny bad porn, I would highly recommend this if you're not squeamish about this pairing or large amounts of cum. Today we covered The Harem of the Phoenix Lemon and The Bride of the Phoenix Lemon by 61394. He doesn't have a name, it's just a bunch of numbers. I'm Yapel Wunchikistoticus, and this is The Bar is Low. Thanks for joining me, and that's all for today. 5,000 years have come. Fucking end me.